underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space, featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1, now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Sunday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! Hosted by Terry Dorsey, featuring some of the best comedians all over California. From San Francisco, Pam Benjamin. From Saratoga, Joey Avery. And all the way out of San Diego, Mike DeVore. Other comedians as well for only $16 at Cobb's Comedy Club, 915 Columbus Avenue. Go get your tickets for June 11th now. Here we are at 6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're going to get started with comedians in just a second once I get that list in here. Uh, And we'll be right back getting comedians. uh, Two shakes of a lamb's tail. Remember, please, you guys, if you're feeding someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice compliment sandwich here with the shit in the middle and then helpful stuff at the end. Uh, We are all here to help each other out so let's be kind and be a nice community to one another listening and hanging out for at least a couple comedians Uh, try not to come eat and leave like everybody else does on a Monday because I know there's five open mics but that's not what this show is for it's not just for you to run material it's for you to get comments and give comments to your peers it's a workshop not just an open mic so uh, respect that that's cool if you want to come and eat and leave I'll just uh, I'll just make fun of you So here we go. I'm going to get the list or someone could pass it in and be super helpful so that I don't have to run around. If someone wanted to pass the list through the window, that would be amazing. Thanks so much, Gabby Pochia. Yes. All right. Your first comedian of the night. What an amazing human being he is running a show here at Mutiny Radio on Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. That's his open mic. It's called James and Austin's Cool Show. He does it with Austin. And right now, clap your hands together, everybody, for James Mora! Not ready. Guys. Because. Seems like we have another uh, bathroom situation on our hands, Pam. Was anyone here? Was anyone else here when someone got locked in that bathroom and we had to break them out? No. That happened. Uh, this one seems like a bit more manageable, but uh, M- Matt's definitely wearing the right outfit to, for this uh, for this thing. Uh, anyway, uh, I want to start my set by uh, speaking directly to the millions of white people who have appropriated the holiday of Cinco de Mayo and uh, turned it into a day of drinking and debauchery. Okay, do I have your do I have your attention? All right. Uh, on behalf of the black community, can you guys do the same thing for Kwanzaa, please? <laughs> like that would be that would be great. We like what you've done with St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo. We want to work with you guys. Is all I'm trying to say. Okay. I don't know if you want to move it to the summer, get some happy hours going, like 40s half off. Like I don't know what you guys want to do. Can you guys imagine if we celebrated Kwanzaa like we celebrate Cinco de Mayo? That would be phenomenal. Like there'd be drunk white bitches wearing traditional African garb. 
And if you guys really knock it out of the park with Kwanzaa, like if you guys really kill it, I know you'll want to. Some of you guys can wear blackface, okay? Just a few. Yeah. Just a few, like 10% or something, something reasonable. Uh, my girlfriend uh, of three and a half years and I uh, broke up uh, recently, a couple weeks ago. It's been a tough couple, couple, tough couple weeks. Uh, it's okay now, uh, though, because I'm dating the girl that I was cheating on her with. She's uh, just like my uh, ex-girlfriend, just way, way, way better at hand jobs. Her name's uh, Pornhub. She's great. Um, she's the only girlfriend I've ever had that's been able to change ethnicities, depending on my mood. Because uh, like my last girlfriend, my human girlfriend, she was white, and every day I'd come home, she was white, and that wasn't like the most exciting thing, you know what I mean? But now my new girlfriend, she keeps it fresh, because uh, she, she's just the, the race of whatever girl was in my Uber pool that day. So I masturbate to the, uh, yeah. It's tough being white nowadays, huh? No, I'm just kidding, it's still great. Uh, but it's tougher, it's definitely tougher, you know, because it's like very politically correct now, you know? Like, um, like especially on Twitter, like it's, it's tough being a white guy on Twitter. You're, you know, people are always making assumptions about you. Uh, you're always having to apologize for things. Like being a white guy on Twitter is just being like a black guy in real life, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, we also have a shared struggle, because uh, you know, you have to watch what you say, or you get attacked by like the PC police or whatever. And, uh, and we have to watch what we say or we get attacked by the real police. So we, start, you know, we sort of see what you guys are dealing with. Um, I was uh, fucked up at a bar the other day. I was very drunk. Uh, I saw a girl across the bar. I guess my buddy knew her. He goes, uh, watch out for that girl. She's got badass titties. Uh, and he was right. I mean, she was, uh, otherwise she was objectively ugly. Like she was pretty fucked up looking, I'm not gonna lie. You know? But uh, I'd had about six or seven Lagunitases. Lagunidae, is that how that works? It's like a, is that like a Latin thing? Ipas, yeah. Anyway, but, and she had very badass titties, so we fucked. Whatever. Um, the next day, uh, I guess it became clear I had misheard him. The music was really loud. He hadn't said badass titties, but bad STDs. So now my penis is covered in boils. And that's the end of my set. <laughs> Thanks. James Mora, everyone! Bad STDs. I got my first STD when I was married. It was called sexually transmitted debt. Uh, James. Comments for James. I like your... Um Twitter, white, white people have it hard on Twitter bit, mm -hmm. and like you have to watch what you say or you get policed, and then like black people in real life have to watch what they say or the real police, whatever you said. Yeah. That's a good bit. That's a thank good you. feedback. Awesome, thank you. I just wanted to Actually, know. I'm very happy. That was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. I also like the premise about white people taking over Kwanzaa. I thought that was, I thought that was really good. I thought yeah. it was a good joke. Okay. One thing is, just um, with, like you can communicate things without saying them in a way that the audience might not respond well to. So like saying that a girl was quote, pretty fucked up looking will cause people to pull back a little bit. So if you're gonna go that route, you, I mean, either double down on it or maybe just change how you're communicating what you're trying to say a little bit. 
Uh, you used a phrase, objectively ugly. Um, I don't think that ugly is objective. That's kind of the that was kind of the joke is like yeah it's like by eye of the beholder. <laughs> well, you can do a thing with that. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and this bitch only had one eye. All the all the punchlines about uh, how bad black people have it really hit me in the chest. It was pretty painful to empathize with black people. Uh, <laughs> And and then in a superficial way, I feel since you did a blackface joke, you, like you're half German, right? Right. So I feel like you could. There's a definitely a joke in there about you're you're like a white guy in blackface. Wow. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, word. Is that it? Cool. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Gabby. Go ahead, Gabby. Plenty of time. I was just thinking that like. Badass TDs, boils all over your dick, are just like badass titties all off your dick. You know what I'm saying? They look like they look like awful tits. Thanks. Yeah, it, it's it's very it's very because they look they would be like the pimply part would be that would be the nipple, right? The white pimply part would be the nipple, and then it'd be a red swollen around the outside. Nice. Do you think boils is the right word, or like or like blisters, weeping sores? Like, what's the most, huh? Lesions. Okay, I like lesions. Well, actually. lesions reminds me of AIDS, so that's pretty hard. But, but if you talk about the eyes, if you if you do the beauty in the eye, the beholder thing, then weeping is good because you already have allusion to the eyes and to crying. So. Or you could compare it to like a scene, like say it looks like um, I don't know what like what did they do? like napalm like uh, do you know what I mean? Like instead of saying like literally what's on like what an STD does to your dick, like right. saying like it looks like a crime scene, you know, something. Right. Yeah, better, yeah. James Moore, everyone, yay! Listen to his great show every Saturday from 4 to 6. It's an open mic, but it's still great. Your next comedian, wow, she is changing her whole world. It is upside down. She has Mondays and Thursdays to do comedies, and that's it anymore. So if you want to see her, you better go out on a Monday uh, in, until she gets booked everywhere because she's very, very funny. You guys are going to enjoy the comedy of Elizabeth Mansfield. Thanks for being too lazy to actually clap your hands, guys. Oh, shit. Everybody just went, woo. <laughs> I really wish I had peed before the bathroom was broken because I have the bladder control of someone with like five children and I'm standing up here really having to pee. Um, so I grew up middle class, not like current middle class. <laughs> Obviously, I grew up middle class. <laughs> not like today's middle class where there's like 16-year-olds driving Teslas. Like I grew up the kind of middle class where like Olive Garden was the height of fine dining in my town. It was our special occasion place. We went there for like Christmas Eve. Like I had all my major growing up milestones at Olive Garden. I did. I knew that I had become a grown up the time I first said yes to having freshly ground pepper on my unlimited salad bowl at Olive Garden. That's when I became an adult. Also, I made out with a line cook behind the alley at Olive Garden one time. Um, 
And in my town, so it was a really big deal when my town opened a Red Lobster. And my mom like called me. I was at college. I was a sophomore in college. My mom called me and she was like, Elizabeth, they're opening a Red Lobster and I think I can get you an interview. Do you want to come home? And I was like, hell yes. I'm going to make so much money this summer. And it was a really big deal. And my mom was so proud of me. And I recently spoke to her about a week ago, and she was like, you know, Kristen from high school is a manager at Red Lobster now. Like, she's still proud of people working at Red Lobster. Like, she would prefer that I was a manager at Red Lobster than trying to be a stand-up comic. That would be better for her. I mean, that would be better for anybody, right? I don't know. A manager of something. Um, okay. I don't know if this is a joke, but it's an interesting story, and we'll see if it's funny. So, I'm kind of a foodie. I'm really into food. I'm really into cooking. It's like my favorite thing to do. But I wasn't always this way. I didn't get into it until I was in my mid-20s. And I, I used to be just pretty like basic with food. I was like a lean cuisine girl. Um, but then when I was about 23, I got an STD. And this guy I was dating gave me genital warts. And I, <laughs> that's what got me into food. Because this guy I was dating gave me genital warts. And so I got obsessed with building up my immune system so they would never come back. And I started researching all of these like immune system building foods. And then I got really into nutrition. And then I got really into cooking. And that is how I became a foodie. Because when I was 23, this guy named Parag hum- Pumblad <laughs> gave me genital warts. Um, I guess it's a little funny, that joke. So... <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting that I go, I eat at like Michelin star restaurant. Like I save my money for my 35th birthday. I saved up all my money so that I could go to 11 Madison park in New York for my birthday. And the whole reason that happened is because this guy Parag gave me channel awards. Like that is the story. Um, I'm going to work on that. i look forward to your feedback. Thank you all. I'm Elizabeth Mansfield. <laughs> Elizabeth Mansfield. Damn it! Elizabeth Mansfield just told us she had genital warts and it wasn't a punchline. <laughs> it's not a punchline. I don't not have them anymore. Punchline. Oh, okay. Good. My, That's, that would be good to add to the end. Uh, first comments from Allison Hooker. You're not coming near my vagina. I like how your mom like really wants you to be manager at Red Lobster. I think that a better comparison would be like she'd rather me be a manager at Red Lobster than a product manager in a tech company. Like something that we actually relate to as a good thing. Yeah, okay. And then you can like throw in and obviously she'd rather me be a prostitute than a stand-up comedian. Okay, okay. I mean, there's so many things our parents would rather us be doing than talking about our genital warts on stage. They would know? rather us do anything. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Well, maybe she'd rather I be a manager at Red Lobster than my actual real job. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or something like really great. Yeah. Well, my actual real job is so great. Pam, I'm just is kidding. this one on? <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's really good. Pam, feedback. is this one on right here? Yes. It is? Oh, okay. Um, I like the idea of you, of you like growing up the first time you ordered pepper, but then you just kind of throw in... <laughs> Sorry, I just really this have to weird. pee. Uh, just keep going. This is really weird. Uh, and then you just throw in that you made out with the line cook in the alley. Yeah. But that was not you growing up. It was like the pepper. So like I feel like you could 
Wait, what? Because I, because I, I, ironically, you growing up was you ordering the pepper, yeah, not that's, making out. With oh, the line cook. so like knowing I was an adult was I ordered the pepper, not that I got felled up by a line cook. Right. Got it. Like cool. sort of playing that irony up a bit more. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not uh, for uh, uh, STDs or anything, but I'm hoping I can make a long, drawn-out uh, comment here and get you a UTI real quick. I'm probably... As you hold your pee while I think <laughs> of something to say about your set. Uh, actually, I do want to say something. About, I think you could get into, like, what you were doing, like examining your genital warts or deciding whether they're pop or not, and that's when you thought it were thinking about food, and, like, you can relate, like, the most disgusting parts of your STD battle. And that is really and gross. It really made me think of a you know crawfish etouffee uh, when I was you know I think that could okay. weave into there. Okay, more. okay. Uh, you can experiment with this. I don't know if this will work, but if you uh, led the audience to believe it was something else besides genital warts, and then revealed later that it was. Um, like go down like, this whole evolution of food and getting on and then be like, and this is because yeah, like I was I was wondering how strong my immune system was and I did all this stuff and then like at the end just throw away like and I never got genital warts again or like I don't know <laughs> yeah, that's like good. As, as a throwaway line you could try that I don't know I like it it's good I'll take that feedback anyone else okay great I'm Elizabeth Mansfield thanks guys. Elizabeth Mansfield, everyone. Yay. And then yay. How do you make genital warts funny? I, I just, I don't, I, it's, we're all here together. She just did it. I know. Well, it just, I'm still, all I can think about is, okay, your next comedian. Hey, he's a funny guy. Uh, he's most likely going to beat me on Sunday. Put your hands together for Joey Avery. <laughs> That's right, Pam. Don't ever sass me again. I will. I will. That's dumb. All right. Um, what's up, Moon? How you doing? Perfect. Um, you guys, I'm. Uh, I'm really excited. I. Uh, I'm having a very good month, mostly because I just got this new watch. Huh? How about that? Pretty exciting. I haven't had a watch since I was in third grade. This is very exciting. Like Moon asked me what time it is. I'm glad you asked. It is uh, 6.18. I don't know how to use this ancient shitty device. It's fucking horrible. I, I don't want to do long division just to figure out if I'm late for work. It's a bad device. I just wanted a bracelet. Uh, but I'm a boy, so it has to do something. That's, that's how male jewelry works. Like You want to wear jewelry as a boy. It has to have a function. If I want to wear a ring, it has to tell people not to fuck me. That is the only ring... Unless I get one that vibrates my cock. Those are my two ring options unless I win a Super Bowl. It's just it's how it works. But I hate watches. They fucking suck. Like the other day I was looking at my watch and the time was wrong. <laughs> what? I was like, hey, fuckface, you have one job. Like my phone doesn't, it keeps time for fun. And I have to use that to make sure that my watch is on track. Like, you know that when the world was run by watches, people used to go up to each other and they would ask, what time do you have? You don't get to have a time, you fucking asshole. Like, there is a time. People would get together and they would sync up and try and see who had the right time and they would set their watches to that. We wouldn't even know if we were two minutes early on the schedule of space time if it wasn't for being able to call the phone number popcorn. 
That was our technology. Thanks, Orville Redenbacher, for keeping us from flying forward into space-time. It's a fucking horrible device. I, uh, I haven't had a watch since I was in third grade. Uh, because the first day I had a watch, I went to an amusement park and within five minutes, a group of adults came up to me and they asked me what time it was. And I looked at my watch and then I shit my pants. It was horrible. I was like, this is the worst device ever. It's causing groups of adults to come up to me and ask me questions that expose my ignorance and my vanity. I don't like this bracelet at all, but it's hard. It's hard for boys who like jewelry, you know? I've spent my entire life on the quest for the right man necklace, but I'm not religious, so it doesn't exist. That's it. If you don't fuck with Jesus, you don't get to wear a necklace. So I was a huge sports fan, so I'd watch Giants games, and I'd see Barry Bonds wearing like cross necklaces and earrings and shit, and I was like, dude, I want. So I went out, and I got a cross necklace, and every day people would come up to me, and they'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. You're a Christian? And I was like, no, I'm a Giants fan. What the fuck? So with all these questions, I'm just trying to get iced out here. It's hard to wear jewelry. Um... What else? I just moved in with my girlfriend, huh? Hey, that's exciting. It's a big one. It's nice. Although I have to say, I do miss having a man around the house. That was nice. Now it's just me. I. It's not that I'm not a man. Like, I do deadlifts, you know? I have a penis. I, you know, I do man stuff. I pee standing up. I'm fun. But uh, But now, like, when a sound goes off in the middle of the night, I have to, like, go look at that. I don't like that. I used to have the security system of pull the blanket further. That used to work for me. That was my entire defense plan. Uh, I preferred it that way. It's hard because I, I like we, you know, like weed in my household. So if I hear a sound in the middle of the night that's wind, I also have to consider the possibility that it's a serial killer or an alien. That's not. It's not fun. Or even if it is like a regular intruder. That's actually my worst nightmare. They might just be here to steal something. They don't want to be violent. But my biggest fear when I'm high is talking to strangers. So that's not any better for me. I'm just going to go out my kitchen, see someone stealing my shit, and be like, oh, was that your couch? All right, let me know if I can get you anything. I'll be over here texting and pretending you're not here. Um, All right, that's it for me. Thank you, guys. Joey Avery. Comments, comments. Yo. I really like the idea of how guys' jewelry has to have a purpose because mm-hmm. like men. Uh, I feel like you could just do one more example just to drive it home because I think yeah. you two. I know, like a rule of three. I don't know. Yeah. And you could also do something absurd like, I don't know, like a pacemaker or something. I don't know. Right, 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 right. Um, and uh, you said unless you fuck with Jesus, you can't wear a necklace. I don't know if you want to shout out the fucking shell necklaces that everyone used to wear when they were 14. Oh, uh, that's actually not bad. Like, you can say, like, unless you're, you fuck with Jesus or, like, an, you're an Abercrombie model or something. I don't know. Right. I, I tried that route. Yeah. What? Yeah. I did the puka shells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, are you done? Um, so, with the saying, like, aliens or serial killers, is that because you're paranoid because you're high? Yes. Okay, it took me a minute to put that together. I don't know if it took anybody else. It's good to know. It's probably yeah. a little confusing. Yeah, I feel like maybe you should lead with, like, I like to get stoned tonight, so when I hear a sound in the middle of the night, like, not only am I, you know, right. be an intruder, but blah, blah, But I love the part where you're like, my biggest fear is talking to strangers. Right, like, maybe I, I should just strong, skip to that. I think that's more of what I'm getting premise. at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's the funny part. Yeah. Like, talking to strangers is my biggest fear. Yeah, yeah. thank you. 
Uh, so you said you're you're on a search for a man necklace. Uh huh. I can give you a man necklace. Oh, how dare you! Are you talking about? Are you talking about coming on my chest? I sure am. That's disgusting. And, uh, so you might want to rephrase it, or maybe that's what you're going for. You know? Nope. <laughs> but but that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> doesn't sound gay or anything, does it? Yeah, I I should note I'm not the one with scuffed knees. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, We're battling. Yeah, it's fun. All right, thank you guys. <clears throat> Joey Avery. Hard to give him comments because he's so funny. Uh, yeah, I really think he's he's so he's gonna probably win this Sunday. I'm gonna be upset and cry because I'm gonna try to do my best. But we're at Cobb's on Sunday, and um, I do this thing where whenever anything's important, I suck like really badly. So every other time, I can be totally awesome for like my entire life. But if it actually means anything, or there's people actually there, I fucking I suck my own balls off. Usually because I have too much energy and I act like an asshole. Uh, but whatever, your next medium would never do that because he is very low energy, but that's okay. It doesn't have, not everybody has to be large energy. I mean, he's really funny just by being himself. I could have, I could learn a lot from him. Everybody, Roman Leo! Fuck you, Jerry. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> right? My name's Roman, you guys. I'm happy to be here. It's because uh, I'm from Cleveland, so it's nice to be here. What's up, Elizabeth? You're from Columbus. That's not Cleveland at all. That's like a, I don't know. You know, uh, the south starts 20 minutes south of Lake Erie, so you live, grew up deep in the south, I guess. Um, God, that's not me being funny. Uh, I'll just try some jokes. Uh, my friend... My friend uh, told me recently that uh, his girlfriend uh, told him they've been dating for like 18 months and he called me up and said, I think she finally gets me. And I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure that means it's over. Like, I don't know. Whenever I get to really know a woman, I discover that she's disappointed in me. So maybe I'm just projecting. Um... I've been I've watched a lot of TED talks recently. There's that one where there's that old man that tells you to fold paper towels over twice. So there's four and it's like the interstitial pressure that helps the water wick faster and you end up lo- using less paper towels. And I'm just like, you know, fuck you old man, why don't you dry dry your hands on your sweater? Um if you really want to save paper towels, you know, fuck TED talks. Fucking wasting the environment with my bullshit. I mean, my pe- wasting my attention. You know what I'm saying. I don't have to speak in coherent sentences to get my point across as a public speaker. I don't. And then Wonder Woman uh, came out, uh, that movie, which reminded me about like the power pose. You guys see that TED Talk about power poses? Where uh, Amy Cuddy's like, <laughs> celebratory body language is, like, increases your testosterone by 15% but it was all based on false science. It's total bullshit. I've been standing around posing like Wonder Woman for the last two years. And, you know, this brain-damaged Princeton Ivy League bitch has been lying to me this whole time. I don't like it. Fuck TED Talks. They're full of shit. Uh, The toilet was plugged earlier. 
uh, man, I can relate. I've definitely, like, I, I, I chased some love one time right into a, a woman's house in the Santa Cruz Mountains, woke up at 1 p.m. and clogged her toilet, you know? And it's like, you just want to leave, right? But that's vandalism. And, you know, I, I don't I want, I don't want to have sex with people that have roommates. So I was like, what do I do? Her house is like Architectural Digest magazine where they never have a plunger. You know, Architectural Digest says his feces flow overflowing everywhere in that magazine. The, the internet's like bleach, dish soap, hot water, wait 30 minutes. I didn't have any of those things. This woman's going to come in and find out the water's all the way up to the rim, not going down. I was like, what do I do? I thought back to my childhood. My father was a biologist. What would a biologist do? He would teach his son to fist plunge that toilet. <laughs> I put a plastic bag over my arm. I fist plunge the shit out of that problem. And then I killed myself. <laughs> so I had two lives left, and then I regenerated, and I was clean, and I got back in bed with her. She didn't wake up till 3.30 p.m. I date alcoholics, everybody. All right, that was haphazard. Thank you for your time. He dates alcoholics. Yay. What else is wrong with Roman Leo, everyone? Woohoo! Just kidding. He's a wonderful human being. Anyone comments? I wonderful. Oh, thank you for your comment. I'd like to, the record to show that a uh, uh, very funny lady just said I was wonderful. Probably wants to date me now. I don't know. <laughs> Um, oh, if you'd I been here and hadn't shown up late, you fucking piece of shit, you would have you know, noticed that you, the blonde chick broke want, the mic stand. You can switch. You can switch. I'll switch mics after this. Don't worry. I'm sorry that everyone's using the shitty mic stand. It's just I put it in front. I'm sorry. Sorry. And there's a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys very much. He's so perfect. We don't know what to say. Hooray. So is the bathroom fixed now? Is everything okay? Yes. Thank God. Thank you, Matthew Quirk. Thank you. That's the other. So the other guy fish punched the. Good. Thank you. Yeah, because, wow. Man, dudes that clog up my toilet. I already have one at home that clogs it up, and now I got it here, too. And a cat. Christ. Followed around by by shit. Uh, Your next comedian not into ass play. I'm sorry. I just didn't. I, I'm terrible today. I'm just completely. Uh, what's it called? Um, not focused and not present. Your next comedian, though, she's gonna perform for you guys right now. Allison Hooker. It's not that I'm not into ass play. <laughs> It's that I can't understand how people can take a dick in their ass. Like, literally, I don't know how people do it. I actually get into the idea, Pam, I'll have you know. And I'll get into it, and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no! Oh, my God, no! <laughs> Fuck, how does anyone do that? I don't know. It's, uh, I've been trying for over a decade. Can't figure that one out. So, hey, guys. Um, she brought it up, not me. <laughs> uh, so, on my way here, I was, like, really impatiently parking. I'm a really impatient driver. And I was on the phone with my mom, and uh, she lives in Half Moon Bay, and she was talking about how she just realized a new route up to San Francisco, <laughs> right? She, she's lived there for like 30 years, my entire life. She just realized that um, she can take Highway 1 and then the Great Highway and avoid 280. 
I don't know how she didn't know that before. She was telling me how great it was. She's like, it's just so great because then I don't have everyone just trying to push me off the road like a snowplow. I know, and, and I felt really bad because that's exactly what I was doing while I was talking to her. And so I stopped honking. <laughs> um, so this weekend I was at a party um, and uh, the DJ was like DJing like throwback music from when I was a teenager and I just caught myself like singing along to that Snoop Dogg song where he's like, just lay back and open your mouth, you know? And he just talks about like passing women around from man to man and nothing else to do with her, so just pound her in the pussy and then pass her to your buddy. And I was like singing every word and then I was like, wow, <laughs> that's a fucked up song. Um, that's a really fucked up song. And I, have, I just was recently at a music festival where I couldn't believe uh, how bad music has gotten. It just kind of sounds like animal noises. And I realized at that moment that what happened to our generation is we were so traumatized by this terrible, misogynistic, horrible rap music talking about murdering each other and raping women um, that like people our age went back to their old like farm toys, just pushing on like quack, quack. You guys know what I mean though with like music nowadays, it's just kind of like quack, quack. It's like a sound in music. Maybe not. Then I was like, what if I had kids? Which, don't worry, I won't, because um, I'd be a terrible mom. I, would, uh, I wouldn't buy them anything. I'd just like, send them to the McDonald's ball pit, because I'm way too selfish. Um, I wouldn't have kids. But if I had kids, they, they wouldn't find that like, badass music. you know? Because I remember my mom, like, Mick Jagger used to come on, and she'd be like, oh my god, Mick Jagger, he's so bad. She would talk about like, throwing her underwear at him and stuff. And yeah, she, she shared a lot with me. Um, <laughs> But I was like a kid, I was like, he's not badass at all. He just, you know, just got big lips. Um, but I was thinking like kids like hearing us, like we think this rap music was so badass, you know? And they're just like, oh my God, misogyny was like so early 2000s. You know, like gender's not even an issue anymore. It's so lame. Um, I was at a, an all women's comedy show the other night and it was fun. So there was a lot of like man bashing going on. This one comedian just started teasing men for having small dicks and for coming too fast. And I was like, it's just like not a good thing to tease, you know? Like, that's not something that they can control, you know? It's just something that happens. And not only that, like, that would be great. <laughs> like, then we can get focused on, like, pleasing me and listening to me talk, you know? <laughs> like, great, that's out of the way. <laughs> it's just, I started getting jealous, actually. Um, my uh, speaking of my boyfriend, uh, he he got scared the other day because I was feeling like sick a little bit. Uh, I was feeling a little nauseous, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, see, that's the face he got. And he was like, "Baby, are you pregnant?" And I was like, "I don't think so." He's like, "Well, when was your last period?" And I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "You don't know?" I was like, "Do you fucking know?" <laughs> I mean, he's dating me, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Just like if, if I'm supposed to know, I don't know about you ladies, but like when I go to the doctor and the doctor's like, what was the first day of your last period? I'm fucking stumped on that question. You know, it's just like, uh, she's got to like bring me a calendar. I start like counting back the days. I'm like, well, that was Rafa's birthday. So I like didn't have it there. I wasn't a bad mood though. She's just like sitting. This is just for you, hon. Um, I really hate pushy people in the streets. You know, you're like walking down the street. Like, do you want to end rape? I'm like, why do you, do you make me say no to this? You know, like people who are trying to get money, canvassing for money or whatever. Today this person was like, do you want to take care of hungry children? And I was like, no. 
That's like exactly why I got a like IUD jammed inside my cervix, actually. <laughs> Just so I wouldn't have to take care of hungry children. That was the exact reason. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks so much. She doesn't give a fuck about hungry children. Yay, it's Allison Hooker. Woo! On the, on the ass stuff, or was that you just shooting the sh- kind of just shooting the shit? Is it advice? Well, it, I, feel like the, I feel like the obvious population who does take dicks in the ass would be like gay guys. So There's a lot of women who like it. Yeah. But, okay. Whole new world just opened up yeah. for you, didn't it? <laughs> Well, when you said, like, you don't know how someone could do it, like, there's a lot of people that do it, like... I yeah, I don't in fact, get it. I've in tried. That, in that book over there, that, yeah. the Zarathustra book that's on by the window, I bought one for $3, and I went through it, and there's actually a picture of a gay guy with his ankles by his ears, and there's another guy who put a baseball bat into his butthole. That's in that book. No, it thanks. was very disturbing. It's in a calendar that they had from 2007. So that's, that was a thing, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> Somebody told me if you do poppers, I forget, I don't know what kind of drugs that is, but if you do poppers, yeah, it like loosens your butt muscles and then makes it easier. It relaxes it. I hear everything's good on heroin. So. <laughs> I was going to say lube. Have you okay, uh, beyond the ass stuff, anything yeah. else? <laughs> I, I have a small penis in case anyone wants Okay, I know that I was like I'm the only one who laughed at the period calendar thing but I actually thought that was hilarious and I think every woman can relate to that yeah like, it's hard to remember yeah everyone really and everyone feels like an idiot when they have to be like do you have a calendar imagine being the doctor that goes through that like a hundred times a day okay here's a calendar like how else can I and like why don't they just have a calendar out if they know they don't have to do you think that uh everything's done heroin could be a good tag Everything what? Everything that feels good on heroin could be a really good tag, too, when you ask how can someone take it up the ass. And then, two, uh, the back and forth right there with the um, how would you feel like to be actually be that doctor would be something else you could expound on as well that the two of you were talking about with regards to, uh, was it the last time you appeared? Yeah, you yeah. can't remember. We, we don't know. We, we don't know what a month is. I, I thought it was interesting that uh, the idea that you're jealous of guys that come too fast and that you specifically <laughs> choose to date like inferior men and how that's exciting for you or something. Okay. Right? Like you choose. But that's, they're not inferior. That's my point. Yeah, her point was oh. that having a small dick does not make you inferior. Coming fast doesn't make you inferior. Like would that be a problem like if I came fast? Well, I just thought it was interesting because there's some women that would disagree. So you could like just to acknowledge the other side of the... That's misogyny. Thing. To acknowledge both sides of the question. Yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a, you should be careful that there is a recent movie that just came out that I watched where um, a guy murdered like four people because he suspected them of laughing at his small dick when he came in his pants and then he went to the house and he murdered the four people and they actually it turns out they were laughing at him over the dinner table so all of his fears were then confirmed and then he and then he and then he killed a bunch of people yeah just a, just a movie that, that just came out just okay, try not to make careful. fun of guys penises because it really does affect them in a really sad and like it really is a deep fucking thing i think no i say i say oh you little pussy babies like shut the fuck up oh you got a small wiener whatever like but but it means that their their whole life is going to suck it, you know in man in man terms okay i don't know i think i think as a man i think making fun of dudes with small dicks is hilarious yeah, <laughs> just fucking do it it's funny no <laughs> i, I, I yeah nerds. that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I know what Keep I'm, it up. 
Well, what I was gonna say is, I thought of a. So when you're talking, when you're talking to your uh, boyfriend in the joke, you could be like, uh, it would be like, uh, oh, you don't know. You should be like a. You should be like a shark. You should always know when there's blood in the water. Okay. okay. It's like a good line to use whenever. Nice. <laughs> I had two thoughts. Uh, the first, oh yeah, you're, you said the thing about how you feel bad that women make fun of men's dicks. And the thought I had after that was, well, if they had any other redeeming qualities and we wouldn't have to do that. Um, and usually, nice. I feel like nobody, I mean, I've never made fun of a dick just to make fun of a dick. Usually that person is an asshole. Right. And then. Uh, <laughs> that, I was actually on that same line of thought. You're right. Like we should be teasing them for. Or, no, but it's just like, they're just not nice people, so who cares if we make fun of their small dick? That's just okay. right. That's just a point of view, an opinion, I guess, not a critique. Um, the other thing was, oh, for the period jokes. It's all, like, that's, like, super relatable. Uh, I think it's just, like, lacking, like, a stronger punchline, so it could be, like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, asking me the last time I had my period is, like, asking me, I don't know, like, something stupid, like, the last time I ate a burrito, or something that's, like, very common, or, like, but hard forget. to remember. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh yeah, and then uh, your the misogynistic rap stuff, um, that's good, but it's also pretty close to uh, one of Marcella's jokes uh, that you guys know what I'm talking about? We don't know her anymore because she's too cool for us and never visits us anymore. She's an LA comic, so if she did it, she did it haphazardly. Uh, but it's like one of her like main bits. But okay. Like, uh, Yours is different. She does. She like sings and dances to it, and like I sing and dance in another bit. You saw oh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is like they're they're very close. So if you want to like check out hers to make sure it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? Okay. That's all. Okay. But she's in LA, and we never see her, so I wouldn't worry about it. Plus, you both have froze. Oh my God, are you the same? She's taller though, but you're both probably the same weight. So maybe you are the same person. I don't know. I wanted, sorry, one last comment. I wanted you at some point to say something about like we're too woke to enjoy music now or something. Like, oh yeah. Like when you were younger and you weren't like woke yet, like you just enjoyed it. You're like, this is so badass. But now you're like, I know too much. (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. Right on. Thanks, man. Allison Hooker. Lots of comments for Allison Hooker. All right. I'm going to run around and go up next. Hey, everybody. It's Pam Benjamin. Yay. Yay. Yay for me. I'm going to take this shitty mic and put it to the side. So take that music out. So Ivy, take that music out because I'm going to start. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, there I am. Hey, everybody. All the way out. Yeah. Take it all the way down. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm on this show at, at Cobbs on Sunday and it's a really interesting show because I'm the only female on the bill. Uh, everyone has a dick except me, but but that's not actually true because I do have a, a clit the size of a baby's dick, so they call me clit the size of a baby dick Benjamin or clit the size of a baby dick Benjamin. So there I am uh, with my own tiny dick. I love my tiny dick. I feel really comfortable and confident with my tiny dick. It can come too. Every once in a while it does squirt stuff. Makes me feel like a real woman. Oh yeah. Nice. 
<laughs> yeah, you lucky me. Uh, so, woo, I'm a woman. I'm a feminist. Yeah, of course I'm a feminist. Because I am a woman. A female, person. Yeah. We're all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So, so I call myself a feminist because it's the only word without the word men in it. It's a spelling joke. Oh my God, I'm smart too. Oh my God. Oh my God, and she's skinny. So when I was little, I was taught that if you were skinny and pretty, people would just listen to you. That is not true. <laughs> but I do, I do, I do believe it. I, uh, I love, I love Melania. Actually, I hate her. Our new, our new first lady. What a cunty. Anyways, she is so skinny and pretty, and she has just such great tits and wears so much awesome makeup, and I really think that she's going to be an amazing role model for women, right? Well, it's great. I mean, you know, really, the finally, finally a trophy wife that comes out and just really, really exemplifies that, barely speaks English and has a super hot rack. Love it. I miss Michelle Obama. Does anyone else miss Michelle? I miss her so much. Uh, I miss her whole platform. She hated fat kids. I was like, cool. Yeah, diabetes is bad. Make them work out. Make them eat healthy. We're going to have good school lunches. It's going to be great. Fat is bad. And then uh, I thought, what's Melania going to do, right? What's she going to get in there? She gonna, what's going to be her, her big first lady stance? And I really hope that she goes with bulimia. Uh, because she knows. No one knows better than Melania that... No one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. It's great, though. I think she's really going to go for bulimia because it teaches people how to be four times the consumer, which is really great for America right now, just consuming four times. I really, though, I think that she's going to leave her mark by being an environmentalist because she's going to teach all those kids to vomit into the composting, which is going to be really great for plants in the future. We're just going to... Go Melania. Really excited about the great work she's going to do here for women. United States. Wow. Keep, just, you know, as long as we keep hating fat kids, I feel good about that. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fat kids. Your parents don't love you. Uh, that's fine. If they did, they'd feed you an apple. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're skinny. You're fine. Everybody loves you. Don't worry. You're going to be okay. Uh, so it's been, it is, it's hard to be a woman because we have to do all this crazy stuff. We've got to wear makeup. We've got to shave things. We've got to, ah! right? And uh, it's so awful. I don't like to shave because I'm lazy. But in 1904, if you flashed a hairy ankle, you'd be a disgusting slut. Like, you'd be a whore, literally, if you flashed an ankle. And now, in 2017, if you don't shave from your big toe up to your twat like a four-year-old girl, you're a disgusting slut that no one wants to sleep with. Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. I don't like to shave. I mean, all the things we have to quaff and change and do just to be, I don't know, fuckable. Have, it's so silly because we actually have a vagina. We shouldn't have to do anything. Like, why do we have to wear makeup? We're like prettier than you. We have these wonderful fleshy bodies, but don't have flesh on them. Get, them, get rid of that. Be skinny and bony. We can fuck the bones. I don't understand why we want to <laughs> fuck a pile of bones. Doesn't sound like fun to me. Like, I want the bone. You don't want the bones from me, you weirdos. So here's the thing. Have you heard about the new Gillette razor? It has 17 blades. 17 blades for the closest shave. And the 13th blade is easily removable. So you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. You'll never 
be good enough. Gillette, thank you for telling me that every day. If I don't spend $5.99 and an hour and a half twice a week, thank you. I'm unfuckable. Uh, hey, everybody. I'll just do my closer because I like it. I, I do fantasize about uh, huge dicks all the time. And I want to take that big, huge dick and pull it up. And I need an uncircumcised dick because I want to pull that foreskin up over that penis. And I want to put whiskey in that foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> Finally, I get what I want. Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Consume, reuse, consume, reuse, recycle. Consume, regurgitate, recycle. Right. So, re regurgitate's got to be okay. I really like the bit about uh, taking the thirteenth flight out and slitting your throat because you'll never be good enough. I just think you can be shortened up a little bit overall. Though I really think that's a good bit that you should really keep following. Okay. Um, so, do you know that Melania is real thing? It's bullying. bullying. It's anti-bullying. Right. Well, her husband's a bully. Who knows more about bullies than her? Because she actually lives with that asshole. I'm sure he bullies her constantly. You're not thin enough! <laughs> Put on more lipstick! <laughs> I'm sure he likes that lipstick ring around his tiny cock. You know what I mean? Like, that's what makes it look... Right? The lipstick... Right, if you if you if you if you wear makeup before you suck a dick because you're really worried about a guy what he thinks you look like, then around the top of his dick is gonna be it's gonna be all the lipstick. When you hit the stomach Well and his and his dick is so tiny. Well that's the problem, yeah. Of course your dick would be too long and no one would be able to get their whole mouth around. Right, but uh, yeah, Trump is tiny what it, he has tiny hands, tiny dick. Right, absolutely, yeah, so that she can vomit even better. Yeah, that's good, thank you. Good tag. When, when you said you were unfuckable, I was, my first reaction was like, that's like against the laws of physics. <laughs> and uh, also would make a great title for a comedy DVD. <laughs> unfuckable, thank you. Is that already a comedy CD? That's, isn't that what, um, isn't that what, what's her name's is? One who wore the sausage outfit? No, it wasn't a sausage outfit. She was wearing a leather outfit, but she looked like a sausage. Who is it? Amy Schumer. Is, isn't hers called Unfuckable? Is that the name of it? Oh, oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, now, nah, kind of jumping on his point. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to jump on the same point because the only I want to say this, and I want to be very careful how I say this, but I hear a lot of female comics talk about being unfuckable, right? I've heard that. Not saying like all of them, you know what I'm saying? But like, I mean, I can name names, right? But... You were, you were hitting on a very good point, but you didn't really bring it out. And I know that's because that's what's in the back of your mind. Because you said, at the end of the day, why are we doing any of this shit, right? right so yes. I think coming at that bit from that stance, as opposed from the, I have to do all this because, it's like, for some reason, we have to do this, you know what I mean? As opposed right. to coming from it, like, from a place of defense, kind of coming from it as, like, an offensive point. You know sure. what I mean? Saying, I don't... I don't think this is stupid. I have the vagina. Right. I, why am I? Sh you should be shaving your hairy ass back, you know, or something like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. Why are right, we right, doing right. all the shaving? You're the big, hairy, disgusting ones. We're the pretty cute ones because you said something like that. Right. And I just think coming from it from that stance make it a lot funny. Okay, cool. Does Trump tell Melania, like, go, go shave your china? Yeah, exactly. Go <laughs> shave your china. Basically, I don't get why they 
want to fuck you when you're skinny, like, or why we're the not bones. Bigger, we're like so pretty, the bones, exactly. Right. Do you normally say that? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why do you want to fuck the bones? Right. That was great. Okay. Cool. Thank you guys. Yay! Yay! Hey guys, just so you know, Ivy and Steven are in here training. They have a new show coming up on Sundays from 6 to 8 called The Usual Sexperts. Sexpecs. Sex specs. Your next comedian, she has a show here on the station too. It's every Thursday night from 10 to midnight. It's called Transportation, 10 Bucks Transportation and a Potential Blowjob. Everybody clap wildly for Janita Varas Norta. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Geneva, um, but it's pronounced Geneva. Um, and people normally get it right uh, the first try. The, I think if, if my name was A Glasses, I'd have felt a lot more popular in high school. But um, anyway, I, uh, I hung out with my grandparents a lot in high school. I hung out with my grandma on weekends. Um, ever since I was small, but my grandma, she never, uh, this was something that bothered me. She didn't read uh, bedtime stories because she figured like, why do you read a kid bedtime stories? It's to teach them like lessons. And if you're teaching lessons, uh, you might as well just skip the book and do flashcards. So we had uh, nighttime flashcards and um, I wanted to, this is ridiculous, but I wanted to uh, do an example. So, for example, she would show me this guy right here, um, and then the, the question to answer is, what did he die of? What did, how did this man die? Anyone? <laughs> Come here. Uh, that's incorrect. Um, it, it's lung cancer. Lung cancer That's what he died of. If you looked at the picture, you'd alternative facts. Um, I'm working. So I'm working on differentiating my moms. I have four moms, and they come in two couples. So I want to figure out names for them that describe them. So I figured one of them is mom dad for uh, for obvious reasons, and her partner is Big Deb. Big Deb, and it's not just Big Deb because she's physically large. Um, but also because her real name is Deborah. Um, and so they go together because there's two syllables there. There's mom, dad, big Deb, two syllables, one couple. Right? And the other two are birth mom and Siglete. And um, they go together, birth mom and Siglete, because they both sound pretty weak, like, like weak people. Like birth mom, she sounds like they were drawing straws and she got the short one. And then mom dad was like, well baby, like if it makes you feel better, I think that we're pregnant. Um, and Siglete sounds like she was eating hummus way before it was cool. That's, I remember those days. She, she changed her name from Linda to Siglete. Um, she converted to Judaism in order to marry my mom. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
because my rabbi didn't believe in interfaith uh, marriages. He um, he thinks that uh, Jews have a certain level of humility that they need to like learn in religious school. For example, we wear the kippah, and the kippah is designed to uh, teach humility. So it, it reminds everyone that there's always something above them, whether it's like uh, their ancestors or a better version of themselves or a god or a hanky. There's always something. And uh, I think it was designed wrong. I think like if you really wanted to symbolize humility, uh, it shouldn't just be like a circle, it should be bunny ears. I think that Jews should just wear bunny ears um, because it would not only like remind them that we're all silly, but uh, I think it would do something no one thought was possible and it would make Judaism even sexier. Um, so anyway. Um, they say you should treat people the way you want to be treated, uh, which is why I'm giving you all a standing ovulation. Um, didn't know that would work. Uh, all right, I'll leave you with something that uh, I, I quote. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Um, uh, something happy. Um, all right, I was, I was praised a lot as a kid. I was praised. Uh, I had a good childhood. Um, for example, like my parents were really proud of me whenever I sat down. They're really proud of me whenever I lied down. They're really proud of me whenever I peed outside um, because I uh, wanted to be a dog and they respected that. That's, that's happy. All right, thanks, bye. Geneva Restorta! Very, very funny comments. When you did the uh, what my mom's names are, uh, by the when you got to the second one, because the first two are like they make sense, and then you're like, and then birth mom, and then in my head I thought the other one would be something stupid like fuckface, like <laughs> not like not her real name, and uh -huh. just I don't know. I'm sure you have wonderful relationships with all four of them, but you could all yeah play on like just give her a shitty name and then maybe talk about hmm. if she's shitty. That's funny. Um, and then. Uh, yeah, that's it. I thought it was called a yarmulke. Is it it's something else for a girl? It's a keepa for a girl and a yarmulke for a boy? I think there's two words for it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, you might, you might want to just, for the regular, for the chicks as there, you might want to throw yarmulke in there. Yeah. Could you could you say it's designed to keep uh, humble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, I was, the whole time you were doing your set, I just want to know why your hand says wash me. Well, because I was going to say I got my palm red, it said wash me. That's funny. You should have done that. <laughs> Is that worth... Um, like blood poisoning? <laughs> Probably not, but it's still, it's still funny. <laughs> All right. Also, I think you got some of the ink on your chin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun with the rabbi, with the, the rabbi didn't approve of interfaith marriages, but he like gave her that terrible name kind of a thing. <laughs> or punished her as a result with the terrible name Sigli. Wait, and... What kind of rabbi isn't okay with interfaith marriages, but is okay with lesbian wedding? Like, that seems like a weirdly open-minded, but closed-minded at the same time. Yeah, I was going to get I into guess. that. I don't know. It's just something funny to me in that, this, like, open-minded in one way, but not in the other. I, I also liked how, like, that's, like, consistent, too. You're like, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I agree with her. I think you should make up the last two names. Mm -hmm. Just because, yeah. And... Uh, 
I also thought that it was just, I don't know, I don't get this whole joke work stuff thing. <laughs> but uh, when you said what their names were going to be and you said there was four of them, I did envision you as Snow White and all your moms as like the seven dwarfs. <laughs> and uh, even if that's not part of I the could joke, add think more. of that next yeah. time. You that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Thanks, guys. Restorta! Hooray! Huzzah! Your next comedian wants to make you laugh, and he's gonna do it right now. He's not wearing his roller skates, but he is funny without them. Clap your hands together for Matthew Quirk! Yay! I was just getting prepared. So, um, I have an announcement. Uh, I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning, yeah. I'm transitioning from an apartment to a van. Hey-o. Yeah, it's a transition. It's a vanzition. Thank you, lady in back. Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, you really got to pare down what you're going to take if you're living in a in a vehicle, right? So I was having a garage sale. And a neighbor lady walks by and she wants to buy some t-shirts. She's like, oh, what, you moving? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, where are you moving? I'm like, oh, right there, because my vehicle was parked right there. She's like, oh, you're moving into your car. And I'm like, oh, how insensitive, right? I figured a Bay Area woman would be more, you know. So let me van-splain something to you, all right? Size matters, okay? It's a van. It's not a car. It's a van. It's a van. I guess I should be happy I wasn't fat shamed, like, oh, can't fit all your shit in a trunk, you hoarder, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's what's up with me. Uh, let's see, what else I want to talk about? So, you know, I'm trying to maintain health while living in a van, you know? So I've started eating uh, uh, kimchi, and I gotta say, what the fuck is wrong with Koreans? I mean, how do you make cabbage worse? It's like a miracle of science or something. Yeah, I eat that stuff and it makes me Kim Jong ill. That that punchline is topical. It's now. It's current. It's hip. Yeah, he's dead. Yes. Too much kimchi, right? So, uh, let's see, what else I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, uh, Trump is uh, withdrawing us from the uh, Paris climate you know, thing. And uh, you guys know me, right? I'm against withdrawing. Too blue for you, Ken? All right, maybe I should talk about my small dick. That seemed to be a hot topic earlier. And uh, while we're all confessing about our venereal diseases, I've never had any. Suckers! <laughs> That's not true. I have great familiarity with anal. So anyway. So I went to a couple open mics uh, over the weekend and there was like no comics around, but was there anything happening this weekend? No, nothing. This, this coming weekend, we had that stupid comedy thing this past weekend. Yeah, that's exactly what I was referring to. Thank you. Yeah, it's my neighborhood. 
Yeah. Anyway, all right. The comments are later. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? I vansplained. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Roman, what was I going to talk about? We discussed this earlier. All right, now I remember. So uh, Nordstrom's has started selling jeans for like uh, with the dirt already rubbed into them for like four hundred dollars a pair. And uh, I would like to point out what a forward-thinking uh, fashionista I have been all this time. And uh, now my wardrobe is worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and and my jeans are like artisanal, handcrafted. Each one is a unique piece of clothing. There are no two alike. Presented. I. If only there was an Etsy for guys that live in vans. <laughs> Roman. <laughs> Feedback is later, right, <laughs> guys? <laughs> I was behaving earlier. Uh, so I got the horn. I got That's it. Let's take comments. All right. It's time for. All right. I'm, I'm ready. Okay. That's it for me, guys. Matthew Quirk. He's a funny guy. I hate withdrawing. Because you never finish. You just. Yeah. Like. Well, I just like to leave that hang in the air for you to figure out for yourself. And it also, oh, and as a person comedy. in a van and alcoholism, it hits the line of, a, am I talking about well, sex or drugs? He you gave know? you like two gold nuggets, I think, if you tag it with, it's only there were an Etsy for guys that live in vans. Oh, that was, that was, that was, that was yeah. just a pure heckle? No, and then you yeah. also have a... Uh, Shit. Uh, no, the, what drove into the van, and you could make an yeah. allusion to alcoholism or something like that. Was it, I mean, the, you, you hate withdrawing. It's a sex thing, right? <laughs> I'll just make sure I'm not missing something. Now who's a virgin? No, well, it's just because, wouldn't it make more sense to say pulling out, just in, for general context? No, because he withdrew, he didn't pull out of the Paris Agreement. He withdrew. But you could, but, but withdrawing and pulling out are... It's both, it's both, it's both. Oh, I understood you oh, meant pulling out. Like that, okay. So it wasn't a sex thing. <laughs> no, Trump is withdrawing us from the Paris Climate Agreement. Yeah, I know that. It's a double entendre, Ian. Have and you been to I'm college yet? And I'm also against the pa- uh, against withdrawing <laughs> from the Paris Climate. But it just doesn't make more sense to say pulling out. Yeah, but we we don't usually say he pulled out of the Paris Agreement. No, but they're saying all over kind CNN. Is, they're saying pulling out. Like they are uh, using everything. I pulling out. Sorry, CNN. S- sorry, yeah. sorry, CNN. Uh, I I I was reading the news. I didn't watch TV about it. And they all all the written stuff has been withdrawal, withdrawing. Even even if it's not true, I think it, it just makes more sense to okay. say pulling out. I'm against withdrawing. And then you left it there. You should say, "I always come in my hand." You're, you're doubling down on this virgin thing. I am doubling down on the a virgin towel. thing. A towel. I use a towel. I'm in a van. I can't make a mess. I was also, so like if you're an alcoholic and uh, you get a DUI, like you can't drive your, your van anymore, so you have to, so you live in it. Thank you. Tip your way. You can still, you can still get a DUI. 
for sleeping in a van, you can get a DUI unless yeah. your keys are nowhere near. They have to be in the trunk. I think they if they're in your pocket, someone even, else's you can in your pockets, no good. You can yeah. still get a DUI. Yeah. It's scary. Actually, that brings up a good point. Maybe you should give some other reasons why people could end up moving into a van, and then give into your reason, and that kind of. I mean, you get, you gotta like kind of expand that idea a little bit more. Because I mean, it was very quick stuff. I mean, it was like. They just, you didn't finish. You know what I mean? It's like you gave <laughs> us, you opened us up, but you wouldn't knock us down with it. But you did come back later with the callbacks, which was cool, which I thought, because you just went into a very punny first half of the, the set. You know, everything was kind of going to be on puns. But you still have to, even with the puns, you got to explain so that the puns will have more punch. You know what I mean? And it might give you some more area to be punny into. Isn't it too bad that he didn't pull out before he made all those shitty kids? <laughs> so I'm you- not going to add that one. <laughs> So you live in your van, but there's a lot of room because your dick's so small, right? Oh! Oh! I got a van. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, is that it? <laughs> Nobody has this is material here. What's going on? All right. Matthew Quirk, everyone! Hooray! You can take a joke. It's real nice. Your next comedian. She's been giving great comments all night, and you're going to love her right now. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Gabby Pochia! Yay! How are you? Good. I get so nervous. I can't not get nervous. Isn't that weird? I get so nervous I don't want to do stand-up comedy. I want to, like, I want to have a family. I realized recently, I realized recently, I want to be somebody who would have been really good at something, but had a family instead. Um, so anyway, uh, I, uh, I don't get how guys are allergic to latex condoms. I don't get it. I feel like, what, so you put it on and your dick gets bigger than it normally would? That's fine, right? Swells up normally than it normally would? I'm into it. (laughs) Maybe I'm allergic to it so I could suck your dick and then I could die because <laughs> my throat will get so swollen that's a that's a answer to everybody's problems right <laughs> maybe <laughs> um i was texting in my car the other day and this girl walked up to my car and she was like ew what happened to my car because she thought it was her car <laughs> i said that wrong anyway it was it was really funny. I mean, like, that that wasn't even the side that had sauce on it. That was just the duct tape side. And, uh, but um, my car did get vandalized. Somebody scratched I suck big black dick for fun into the bumper. I mean, I'm fine. That's just helping me have more fun, you know? And it's way cooler than a coexist bumper sticker, right? I wanted the beginning part to work with it, but... According to you guys, it does not. So, fine. Um, I Just a thought. I was thinking how, like, you know, consciousness creates matter, you know, right? Totally. And, uh, like, God's consciousness created the world, right? And then Mark Zuckerberg's consciousness created Facebook, which is a fucking legitimate world at this point. And it's like the it's like the tail that wags the dog. Like it kind of controls us more than 
the real world. And so I guess I came to the conclusion that Mark Zuckerberg's a god. And uh, I'm not going to forgive myself, and neither is anybody else. No, not really, but I was thinking about that. I don't really know what that means. That's half-baked from when I'm totally baked. <laughs> that shit comes out. Um, I didn't write anything on my hands. What's going on in the world? Nothing? Good. Everything? Um, what's a new thing? I'm sorry, okay. Honk me, baby. Yeah. Honk me out. I'm good. That's fine. Thank you. Gabby Fogia! Hooray! Are we done with the comments? Or? <laughs> comments, comments, comments. I made him out of clay. You made it sound like that girl, say, that beginning part didn't work, but I laughed out loud. Thank you. Really loud. Thank I, you. I don't know. I feel like if you gave it a little bit more time. Well, you know what I meant to say is she thought it was her car, right, obviously, no, I but I need to say that because otherwise people just think she's walking up to a car and saying, ew. No, I got no? that. Well, You're smarter I than that. <laughs> just yeah. kidding, guys. I thought it'd be funny to be allergic to latex, especially if your like boyfriend slash girlfriend was a blow up doll. <laughs> that would be funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so you've had been trouble with getting guys to wear condoms. Is that the issue? No, 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 no. I was uh, that was a uh, somebody that was a riff I had from like four years ago that I was like, no, that was funny. I remembered it one night and I was like, I'm going to make them suck it. But nobody wants to suck that joke, you know? <laughs> yeah, kind of on that, too, because uh, you talked about the swelling and that not being a problem. Yeah. And that is funny to do that as a bit. But one thing I'm kind of noticing just from watching so much comedy is you could then extend a joke by telling, no, it would just be irritation. Right, which is kind of funny because dudes are very irritating to me, but I still fuck them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you have yeah. more to play with there than mm. a bit. Yeah, that's all. But it was funny. I like yeah, it. thank you. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But maybe if I was allergic too, then their dick would be scratching my vagina, which is like the comparison to Christopher John's joke, isn't it? That's like the yin to the That'd yang of that though. joke. That guy doesn't even do comedy. Yeah, fuck that guy. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys. Hooray! Your next comedian. He's another funny guy. He he changed his face. He made his he. He used a razor and he gelated himself a, a nicely quaffed beard. Everybody, hands in a slappy, clappy like motion for John Gallagher! I cut my head. Look at it. I made it smaller. I made a small head. Um, oh yeah, I got my hair cut. I was feeling pretty good. Uh, like it's cool when you change your look a little bit. Sometimes you get a little more confident. Get a little bit more swagger. Huh? Sometimes that happens, you know? I've been getting a decent amount of compliments. I had a little bit of an ego swell. Not like a latex condom swell. I had a, an ego swell. I walked into a bar, and uh, there were these two ladies at the bar. Gave me a quick glance. Looked away. I was like, oh, cool. Getting checked out. I like that. That's cool. So I walk in the bar with a little extra swagger. And then as I'm doing that, these two ladies, just loud enough for me to hear, one of them goes to the other and goes, hey, just so you know, that's not me crop dusting. And then proceed to go back to their conversation. And that's a good way to bring you back to earth, I think, if you're ever feeling too overconfident, you know. 
Uh, I'm. Uh, I used to work in a lot of uh, with a lot of tourists. Uh, it's tourist season right now. It's summer, so I used to work around a lot of Australians, and so I mastered an Australian accent. Okay, I can do both Australian men and Australian women. I'm gonna start out with the Australian man. Okay, I see that's Australian women. Take that back. Australian women first. Okay, a dingo ate my pussy. Okay, now Australian man. That's not a knife. That's a dingo eating your pussy. I worked for years on those jokes. Pretty good. I had a new roommate move into my house. He's pretty cool. Uh, he's a cool guy because he brought over whippets right away. I was like, it's brought over, yeah, three, yeah, see, fucking 300 whippets uh, along the move in. He paid his rent and everything. Very cool. Uh, whippets are cool because I wasn't expecting to like do them and learn stuff, but like I did them and my entire world perspective changed. I was like, oh, I know how, why people like dubstep. Oh, look at this. This is fucking cool. Because your entire world goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And I watched Spring Breakers. I'm like, oh, it's a good movie. Look at this. This is very exciting stuff. I like it. Uh, I was, uh, what's, oh, I was thinking about uh, scary vehicles on the road. And I was looking at like car fatalities. And like, I, I was kind of had my guess as to which ones were the most dangerous. But I know the most dangerous, the most frightening car, it's a van. Because a van is the only vehicle that's scary when it's not moving at all. Just if it's, if you see one, you should be nervous. Yeah, just by van, just by being there, we'll have Matthew Quirk inside, or a fucking, or just you know a man that could you know sexually assault you, or candy. Even if it says it has candy, you can't trust it. That's the truth. You don't want to do that. That's a little hacky, but whatever. We go with it. Uh, I have parents that love me, and I think that's a shame. Uh, it's a big crime. It's a big. It's their fault. Uh, but one of the things they love to do is they love to tell me like the story about when I was born, which is horrifying because birth is awful. Like, uh, you, you run out of your mom's pussy, and birth is always full of pain and anguish. Like, I'd be more comfortable with them talking about sex, because at least somebody enjoyed sex. <laughs> at least somebody came during sex, got like a, a little euphoric burst. Who, no one is left untraumatized by birth. <laughs> like, a man has to crawl through a flesh tunnel, or a, a baby has to crawl through a flesh tunnel, <laughs> be jettisoned into the world out of his home a lady has a thing fucking with fingernails crawl itself out of it out of her and then the guy just has to sit there go ah, 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 just see blood everywhere and surgeons working like yeah i'd be way more i'd be way more okay with uh, them talking about sex because sex like everything is weird everything that's involved with like beauty and like creating life is horrific and awful it's just disgusting but everything involving death is very quiet and I like death we should we should talk about death stuff more death should be a cooler thing to talk about because death is polite right there's a reason that you know most people die by choking because they don't want to inconvenience other people around them a lot of people die in the bathroom by choking death because they're like I don't want to inconvenience myself your dog is cool as fuck how does your dog kill itself it goes outside and dies that's a polite dog <laughs> that's polite I don't know thanks Hey, everybody, that's John Gallagher. Loves death. I do. Fucking, it's great. It'd be funny what the other kind of vehicles that are frightening, like cop cars or, or ones that aren't frightening, like, you know, the pedophile that pulls up in a smart car or something. Oh, totally. see, okay, that's a good... Yeah, yeah. 
You know, or just to follow the paranoia. Like if you start thinking about it, you know, like this is a smart criminal. Yeah. (laughs) Or how like, like a woman in a minivan could probably just like easily kidnap a kid that was screaming just by pretending if she's carrying diapers or something, you know, like that's a good point. All right. Yeah. Thanks. That's a good point. That's a good call. And too, with the, uh, cause you know, you did bring up a good point that I've never thought about. Like, yeah, vans are scary just being vans. Yeah, yeah. And you say it, like, you can get free, you can put free candy on the side. You're still not going up to that fucking van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can push that, I think, further. Like, you could probably put anything free on the side yeah. of that van after that tag, and it would be funny. Yeah, say free, I mean? yeah, free van. It's like, yeah. oh, no, thank you. No, <laughs> no, no, sir. Van. Yeah, so I think, <laughs> well, you know that because you, I, I've never thought of a van as being scary. Like, now you put free candy on the side of a Corvette, everybody's jumping in a Corvette, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No van. So I like that. But I think oh. you should add a couple oh, okay. tags. Oh, that's yeah. Put, that's a good, that's a you good could one. put you. free hookers and then it would be like the bang bus. Oh, you put hey. free hookers on well, the side of it, the van. Even bang van is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bus is like somehow charming and then the van's like, oh, what? There's just quirks. There's just yeah, there's just guys with clown masks and talcum powder. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you don't I would just like to com- <laughs> I would just like to compliment your brilliant callback to, to my set. That was uh, of course, quick, th- quick thinking of you. That was real professional. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I did, you know. Oh, yeah. Well done, everyone. We're gonna talk about your small dick for the next three weeks. Don't worry, Matthew Quirk. Dude, that's co- comedy. <laughs> At least gold, someone dude. will be talking about it. All right. Oh, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that's John Gallagher. Your next comedian. She's part of the group that puts on the Amnesia Show on Tuesdays. Troubled, some kind of trouble open mic. Clap your hands together in a wild, slappy-like motion for Moon Show! Hi. I'm going to do this set together with Ian. Uh, We do not know if we mesh well together, but we have decided to produce a comedy show and uh but don't get too excited it's not till august yeah. uh, <laughs> so if this goes poorly yeah we don't we're just gonna get a different host um <laughs> or just keep practicing pretending to like each other hey, yeah. until uh i don't know we get married i don't don't <laughs> think so uh <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking, um, we don't actually have anything to talk about, so I'm sorry, this is a big fat waste of your time, Uh, but I was noticing uh, your crazy laugh, Ian, and uh, I was thinking normal people, they they have a regular laugh, and then they have a nervous laugh, but your nervous laugh is just as fucking goofy (laughs) and weird as your regular laugh. Yeah, it's just a guttural, I don't really know... Is, is it because you're so uncomfortable all the time? Yeah, it's because I'm so tired of just dead silence <laughs> at mics. So I have to fill the void. Um, yeah, when you were commenting on uh, Genevieve, Geneva? Geneva? Geneva said, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I thought you started laughing really loudly, so I thought you were trying to flirt with her. And I was like, that's a weird... No, she just has a, a Jewy sense of humor, which I appreciate. Which you appreciate, because so you're also very Jewy, yeah, or yeah. just look Jewy. Uh, it's more like a look Jewy. Okay. I'm I'm not so much. I'm Jewy on my on my dad's side. So, okay. So, so Jewish sure. people think I'm not Jewish. Unofficial Jew. Unofficial Jew, exactly. Um, accidental. Accidental. No, as I think well. My parents planned me. Oh I'm pretty man. Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm relatively sure. 
uh are you an only child no i'm a middle child oh, okay so we got we got yeah that, that going on is anybody here an only child you a little uh, <laughs> i have a th- well um a sad theory that people are only uh that are only children um their parents just hated kids so but i don't but that can't be the case in gabby's case i don't know wait who have i met who i thought you had a brother yeah that was like 12 when they were born. okay so you're not an only like <laughs> yeah wait yeah <laughs> okay. you would like to blame your problems on <laughs> okay um that doesn't fit the definition of only child but uh but nobody else has an example yeah oh yeah yeah i thought this meant like a like a like a half uh unwanted like kind of shunned sibling oh okay all right oh your parents are killing uh very does does your brother know you don't consider him a person (laughs) it's your parents okay Okay. Okay. it's a whole nother okay i don't know uh john gallagher mentioned that his parents love him would you say that what a that's a shame i was thinking what a waste uh but same same difference uh do your parents love you well yeah kind of it's like my sister's clearly the favorite so it's i'm like the second because she's not working in cafes yeah because she has like a real she's a landscape architect oh god who works in my dad's architecture firm <laughs> oh my god. so i don't have i don't have much hope there what a picture so. perfect family yeah no oh she, my god she's all around she has health insurance so uh yeah. what what went wrong with you what went wrong with me yeah something must I have i don't know we did okay. all the same everything went, went the same together huh but she makes a lot of money. She makes way more money than I do. Yeah, but she probably lives like somewhere shitty, maybe Sacramento or she, something. She does live in Sacramento. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing it right. <laughs> oh, I like uh, Sacramento. What? Have you been to Sacramento? Uh, twice, I go, think. Did you go to the train museum? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of the train museum. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good museum. Uh, why, why would a train museum be a good museum because there's exhibits and there's things there's you learn about locomotion Uh, no no i are you is this what you talk about when you go out on dates you should probably stick to dating in sacramento i think okay i say i when i when i was traveling with like tinder in san francisco i did okay uh and then sacramento fucking cleaned up. <laughs> like i just just sw- just match after match after match fucking destroy then i went to vegas and no matches oh, no. <laughs> for like four days swiped right on every person i saw <laughs> wait is swiping right the good one yeah, yeah okay swiping's right it's what you want yeah yeah but oh, oh I, I got something ask okay. me uh <laughs> ask me what's new with me what's new with you oh, Ian? Yeah, yeah you want to do with me <laughs> I'll tell you what's new with me. My my dad's getting married, actually. What? To your mom? Well, my my dad's actually getting married to a uh, woman who's named uh, not my mom. So that's what's going on with me. Yeah. Is he really? Are you invited to the wedding? I am. I'm. I'm going soon. Do you have to be in the wedding? I'm not part of the. It's. It's more like an official. Like they're signing paperwork. And then done. Like, it's not like a fun wedding where there's like right. Well, there's no such thing as a fun wedding. Uh, (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. You've never been to a fun wedding? Well, I've gotten drunk at plenty of weddings and I uh, have laughed out loud. But in retrospect, did I care about anything that happened uh, at all of those weddings and all of the hundreds and thousands of dollars I spent? No. Oh. Um, oh, well, like, sorry, hundreds and thousands. So, yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what are your stances on? But marriage? it feels like hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> wasted. Hmm? What's your What's your stance on marriage? Uh, I really don't give a shit. Uh, my joke is I don't understand how you could spend so much money and not own a person by the end of it. <laughs> um, which also, when I, really I think like about that. that joke, I'm like, that makes me sound pro-slavery, which I guess you shouldn't be. <laughs> but if I like, I am pro-owning men the same way you can own like i don't know but i guess there should be like exclusions but maybe we'll just do it you can only own white men uh and um that would make the world a better place i think well you're half you're half jew i I got nothing i I guess that's like that (laughs) yeah there's a clause you know what happened i still don't get when when on like okay cupid if someone says like uh, don't message me if you're a straight cis white man and i'll message them like i'm half jewish Uh, (laughs) and nothing just no it does not do the trick it turns out does that mean that they're not straight that's what that means to me. No, no, cis, cis is like you're you're born male and you identify male. Yeah, no, no, but cis it doesn't actually have anything to do with race. It's it's. So she said, "Don't message me if you're." No, this is like a common thing. It's not like one. There's like a lot of people. It's usually get off, people, okay, Cupid usually, man. Uh, they're from Berkeley. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then yeah, and then they'll write, "Don't message me if you're a cis white straight man." Uh, cis white. Straight man. Oh, they should just don't. Can't you have racial preference? Are they white? What? Are they white? Sometimes. Well, I think that there's some problems with the OK Cupid where they don't give you enough categories to label yourself. <laughs> proper gender queerness, right? Mm, I don't know. They, and everybody has to. I thought you could just check the box of like this is what I'm looking for, and as long as you don't check white, you should be fine. It should well, be obvious. You, have a fucking answer <laughs> you check a box that says only gender queer Jewish. You can no, no. You guys. can. Well, the weird thing With is, is you, can, laugh. you can check a box for a preference, but it doesn't change your filter. Oh. Like you can be like, I I only like Filipino that. people or whatever. And then it's uh, then and he messages you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's yeah. It, it doesn't change actually what you see. It, it also yeah, yeah. They they also say must be five nine on a lot of those things. It's really humiliating. Uh well, people have preferences. I get that. Uh, and we all break our own rules, anyways. I don't want to fuck white men anymore, but clearly I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> Wait, why? Why clearly? Because there's just they're everywhere, and they're so easy and like stupid, and also sometimes hot, and so I just can't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't hate them enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so. So you just haven't hit the tipping point yet. Yeah, I sh- yeah. I'm almost there though. I feel. What 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 would put you over the edge? What what is what is enough? enough what's the final? If if not yet. Good question. Uh, just the tip. Just I don't tip. know. Genocide and slavery wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like probably dating Roman Leo would be the tipping point. <laughs> um, so maybe I'll never reach that point. I um, I don't know. I had a white man stand me up, and I thought that might be it, but it uh, just it fed into my like inner power of like I feel it's. Like, what's the opposite of kryptonite? It almost felt like that. Do you mean, like, red kryptonite? <laughs> or it makes Superman extra aggressive and violent? <laughs> yes, it's like, it made me feel like the Hulk. Yeah, so red um, kryptonite. Okay. Yes, so instead of... Uh, yeah, it just made me want to, like, overpower white men and control them and, like, and own them. That's as opposed to. Tricks. Oh, Yeah. I feel like I could be pretty good or at that. Or it's called... Of course you have. Uh, oh, yeah. So Ian said we could spill over into his set. Well, you, oh, no. You guys kind of already have. You, you're at 10 oh, okay. minutes. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, thanks, thanks Pam. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, no. I knew what was going on. I gave you both four minutes. In the, but we just we have two people left, so we want to give them the time and opportunity. It's all good. I know, I want it, God, I want, I need to hit open mics tonight, and I know I'm not going to get out in time to go do anything, which sucks. Every time I go to Mission Hill Saloon, they look at me like, oh, we'll try our best, and I'm like, you'll try your best? Really? Okay. Uh, and I won't stay till 10.30. Bye, have fun, I'm doing open mics and getting funnier. Your next comedian, he's a super funny guy, I'm really thankful that he booked me on Sunday, but I'm so worried. I need to get out and, and actually work this week because I feel like I'm gonna suck my own ass off on Sunday, but he definitely won't, because he put the whole show together. Everybody clap your hands together for Terry Dorsey! Ah, what's up, man, I love it, you know what I mean? You know, I, I walked the crowd before I even got on the microphone, man. That's gotta be just, there's gotta be a record or something, man. Uh, I got, well, dick jokes seem to be the theme of the day, and I do want to talk about something that uh, I think is pretty interesting, man. You know, like, Bigfoot is this mystical character, but they always show him as, like, this angry kind of, like, you know, he's pissed off type of dude. My theory, it, I just came up with this. This isn't a lifelong theory. It's just, you know, I smoke a lot of weed. I live in the Bay Area, and I was thinking, maybe Bigfoot is just upset because he has the wrong fucking nickname. He's Big Dick everywhere else, and the only thing Americans want to bring up is his fucking giant feet. You know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of hair. We've never seen Bigfoot's dick, but in theory, wouldn't Bigfoot's dick have to be pretty fucking huge? Which brings me to my next point, because I watch a lot of ancient aliens and shit and I'm thinking maybe Bigfoot is God when he comes down to earth in human form because that's what we're all supposed to fucking look like right that's actually what humanity we're all supposed to look like Bigfoot all this hair on our bodies isn't a fucking coincidence okay apparently we were a lot hairier one time and that's also when God realized just how big he can make the dick and he made black people right after that and he was like this is the cap right here because he doesn't get any action you don't see a lot of Mrs. Bigfoot's running around this motherfucker always a dude every time at least that's what we think you know you never know um so I got that and it's like my friend Nikki she's a super conspiracy theorist right so she loves these conspiracy theories and you know, she's made me think a lot about Jay-Z, you know, because Jay-Z gets a lot of Illuminati stuff, but nobody ever talks about Jay-Z. Did you guys notice that? Nobody roasts Jay-Z, really, you know, and I was just like, damn, that's, you know, that's kind of weird. He's a huge polarizing figure. I mean, other than Nas, Nas roasted the shit out of Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? He said what we were all thinking. When he called him Joe Camel, I know that had to hurt Jay-Z in a special place, you know what I'm saying? He was like, you wait, I'm going to marry Beyonce, you motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But... I'm starting to think Jay-Z might be the devil. 
if you look at the way the Bible is set up, you know, what I mean, if you if you if you pay into anything about the Bible, they said he would come with the Antichrist, however you want to look at it, and he was going to be like this polarizing figure, and everybody was going to love him, and everybody was going to praise him, and he was going to tell you how everything was going to be better, you know, and all that type of shit, right? Also, because Jay Z has pretty much called himself the devil on every album he's ever had, you know what I mean? Like he's been right there in our face, and it was Beyonce. That was my. That was when I knew. When he got Beyonce, because he was always lying, saying, I'm not dating Beyonce. We're not together. That's just Bay, right? Bay. That's where that fucking phrase came from. Jay Z and Beyonce. That was his nickname for this is just Bay. We're not, you know, we fucking basically is what he was saying, but like, we're not dating. This is Bay, right? Then I started thinking about the acronyms B A E. Bite the apple, Eve. I was like, holy shit. He finally got a chick that was down enough to do what he needed to do so he can take over the world. This motherfucker's been unstoppable ever since he got with Bay. And then he was like, well, they call me Hov. Think about it. He made everybody call him Jehovah, basically, right? I'm God. Hova. Hova. He put it in songs. People were chanting the shit at concerts. You know what his excuse was? His original excuse for being called Hov is because it was Hov. Remember, it started, went from Jay-Z to Jigga to Hov to Hova. That's the, the chronicles of Jay-Z, right? So he, I know, I know it's coming. He ain't got a hunger. But it was like the HOV, right? He said, I'm always in the HOV lane. I'm moving around so much. I'm a businessman. I'm always in the HOV lane. That's why they call me Hove, international Hove. I'm in the HOV lane overseas. But I think we're going to get driverless cars soon, which means the Hove lane is going to be gone. It's going to be the DVL lane, the devil lane. So we're going to go from Hova to Devil and Jay-Z can finally come out and be the Antichrist. He know he has to be. Thank you guys very much, man. My name is Terry Dorsey. Terry Dorsey bringing us the important, the important, important issues, the real deal. Comments? Is this the first time you thought of that bit? This is the first time I've done either one of those bits. I, it's strong. I mean, as is, I would say maybe just... The punchlines are there in the making with like the devil lane, and you did a great chronology by the way. Uh, I think all you need to do is just write it out and then start just take a red pen to any excess word because as, as it is now, if it isn't gonna make people laugh, they're gonna still love it no matter what yes, because they're just. Make them feel. Which although it also made me think of. Uh, because of the relationship with Kanye, how it became useless would be the, the because it, it takes a huge ego to oh, assert yourself Jesus. as a god. Yeah, Hova, and then before Jesus, exactly. Oh my, dude, thank you. That's it. That's heavy right there, bro. You blew my mind, and I blew my whole mind when I wrote the shit. That's great. Thank you. The Bigfoot stuff was really funny too. That you can't see his dick, but you know he has a big dick because of the furry stuff. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. And nobody wants to sleep with him because he has this giant dick, so it's not like he could like you know keep it going. He's the missing link in that. But anyway, I'll yeah, no, no, that's good, great stuff. No way, really? Does he have a huge dick? Yeah. Uh, like it's in like romantic uh, like porn like literature. I don't know if I've ever seen it. But I know that they exist out there because <laughs> Bigfoot hunters are their own genre of people. Yeah. And they got their own tailored porn apparently. Oh, thank you. I got. Now, I didn't know I had to research. I got to research now. That might actually be a better lead into the joke. I, he might have turned. Um, might have turned I don't. I don't know how well this would play into yeah, kind of because this is almost going on a separate route. But but with the Jay Z like uh, devil stuff, I just like do you know that the old like it's like the the folk tale of playing like a, a fiddle against the devil or whatever. To, oh, yeah. I could just see Jay Z like having a sick ass rap battle for someone's soul or That's I don't know. Crazy. I don't um, know. Stuff like that could be fun to play around with. 
Um, no, that'd be great. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. yeah. So, so just I don't know. It, that's more like taking. No, nah, that's great. No, no, no. But, but I mean, like it should be going in a silly direction. Right now, I know yeah, I had yeah. the base for it. I got. I know I had chuckles in it. Yeah. I, that's why I came up so I can hopefully pull out the laughs and yeah, see what yeah. they need to be. Where Where is he from? Because oh, he's from usually, New York. Oh, he's from New York. The devil usually historically they, is from Mexico, though. Well, but the devil usually you meet him at the crossroads, and so you meet him like if you think about the devil on the crossroads, where someone who learns how to play guitar or learns how to be a famous musician. There's a yeah. whole There's a whole myth about being in the middle of America with a guitar and meeting the devil at the crossroads, and yeah. then him bestowing you the ability to play, and you know, like you know Elvis meeting at the crossroads or whatever. Gotcha. But it's, yeah. I mean, New York's kind of crossroads of the world. Everything kind of intersects sure. there. You know, trade and commerce and money and all. Yeah, it's all there. I mean, he was there. He landed in Mexico. The devil landed in Mexico first. I've seen it. I was in Mexico. I know where he got cast out of heaven. It's right next to the giant pyramid. Uh, Chichen Itza is right there. It's about two miles away. It's this unexplainable giant fucking hole in the earth. And it makes you wonder why they built the pyramid to show something happened here. And it shows a snake literally descending a pyramid twice a year due to winter and sol summer solstice. You guys got to go on more cruises, man. I'm telling you, these cruises are very... I've learned so much, man. I've learned so much, man. But thank you, guys. That was all... Yay, Terry Dorsey! Terry Dorsey blowing our minds. We have one last comedian here for you tonight. Put your hands together for Ken Suzuki! Thank you. Oh, that was great. And I liked how we had Talk of the Devil right in front of this nice, beautiful picture of Jesus. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. By the way, uh, the power of Christ will defend you from what is what we'll call my set right now. Put this in front of you. Uh, you guys in the mood for a good suicide joke? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's called my act. It's called my career. It's dead. It killed itself. I think, um, uh, so I spent another day aging. And I think you know you're getting older. That's how I knew I was getting older. It's when you have to spend more time plucking the hair out of your ears than you shaving it off your face every morning. It's a sign of age. Yes. Yes. And it was already bad enough knowing you had a small dick, right? Like, how small is my dick? My dick is so small that every time I get a blowjob, my balls are getting sucked at the same time. Right. Yeah. My dick is so small. Uh, <laughs> I wrote all this on uh, I'm only allowed to stick it in the ass, really. That's the only way she can feel it. Hey, it's like mom always said, the only way to a man's heart is through his prostate. Some universal truths. Uh, so I went to a, uh, I went to a comic, I did a, a set at a comic convention recently. One of those fan cons. And I always say, I learned something. It's Dragon Ball, what do you think? As a line of anal beads, what do you think? I think there's a niche market for those things out there, for the freaky anal nerds, those freaky cosplaying anal nerds. Oh, my dick is so small, I'm a fetish. That was the other one. Uh, don't date anybody in the tech industry in the Bay Area, folks. Do not be very careful, because you don't want to be the first person that's been a victim of stalking via drone. Just, just a... Yeah. Oh, be a resp so anyway, I was paying the sucker to give me roadhead for a couple of bucks and a ride. And all I could think to myself was, man, if not for this act, we never would have invented automatic transmission. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention is all I'm trying to say, folks. Necessity is the mother of invention. How many cars ended up in ditches before this came around? Uh, be a responsible pet owner, folks. 
thesis of the night's statement. Uh, be a responsible pet owner. Keep your sex toys out of reach. Uh, oh, BDSM. BDSM. I love it. BDSM. You know what I love? BDSM appeals to the wannabe slave owner in me. And there have always been no pet policies at the apartments I live in. I want a kitty. I want a kitty. So I made her one. Uh, feedback, please. I like the cat stuff with the I kitty and the funny. BDSM. You framed it like uh, how fucking you know men used to be men when they could get road ahead and drive a stick shift. You know, like they didn't need to fucking have an electric car. <laughs> hey, you got anything? I'm trying to remember what I was trying to say. I know it's it was, it was weird that you even like vaguely alluded to advocating for slavery, but oh, yeah, maybe maybe something that. about that you're Japanese or something makes it okay. Yeah, I'm too high. I can't <laughs> fucking remember. I swear to God. I, I mean, because what was the, okay? What was the first? The, the first bit was the. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm asking you to redo the set because it was something in the in the first half of your set. That's why I'm having trouble remembering it right now. Because I know you did right before the dick jokes or right after the dick jokes. What was the first bit you went into? Yes, there we go. Ta, ta, I found it. That's a bonus. Like, so you can say, while that isn't the greatest, it's kind of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys get your dick sucked, but I get my dick and my balls sucked every time. And I thought that was fucking funny in, in my head, but I'm also high. I've been smoking a little weed. Because I was like, that's a negative and a positive, is what I'm no, saying. No, there's no time. I'm Thank sorry. You. Jesus. We're done. It. This is our last comedian. Uh, yeah, that that was just eyebrow opening shit. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be that first person because I maybe make yourself the drone stalker. Like there's no laws against the jet, so I just sit in my car and do my business. You know what I mean? Like maybe play on the dark side of that because that I didn't think about that either until you said it. Right, you can get away with a bunch of shit probably right now. Because there's no law against having drones out. Never even seen All that was great. Yeah, but cut it to that. Because that's all it, I mean, maybe, and then go from there as opposed to open on the slavery thing. Because, of course, that's going to just immediately divide the crowd. And that's what I get in trouble for a lot dividing the crowd. Because some people are going to go, I don't know if I should laugh at this. He just started out as a slavery joke. Am I too white to laugh at this right now? And instead of doing that, go into the BD, because BDSM is a play on slavery. You know, it's tying people up, constricting people from doing what they want to do. So, yeah. That whole second half is perfect. Just run from that. You know, and it's a two-way street. You know, you got to give a little to get a little. You know, the best dominance are, of course, the best submissives. So you can play on that side of it instead of playing on the other side of the slate. Right. And then the cat stuff. The cat stuff was funny that you can't have a cat and so you made her into a kitty meow. That's like, that's, that's really cute. Like, yeah, it's cute even. Because like it's like man. usually when people do like the bestiality play, usually it's like pony butt plugs. <laughs> no, seriously, like it's pony butt plugs. It's like they put the butt plug in and it looks like they have a little horsey tail and you go around. Yeah. I've seen a lot of dog people. I've seen people be brought around on leashes, yeah. but I haven't really seen any because cats are so independent anyways. It's a funny idea that you would turn them as your dominatrix thingy, <laughs> you would turn them into a cat because a cat's going to fucking lick themselves and be like, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Because they're a cat. 
No, like cats the one person that's not gonna do shit that you tell them. Right. Well, you could harness train him, and then you're pulling her around the room. <laughs> Wait, except that training your training your cat to walk on a leash is one of the most difficult things you can possibly do in your entire life. Hey, before you guys leave, I have this one joke I want to run by you. I have a joke with two punchlines, and I don't know if I should do the joke with the punchline that I do, or if I should do both punchlines. So it goes like this. Uh, hey, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, 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 cats. Meow. Okay, so that's the female version, but then the male version goes like this. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me knock my dick out of this feminist mouth and we'll ask her. See, it's a polarizing joke. And I, I'm wondering if I should just do both and yes. set it up that way. And be like, all right, cats, look, I got the women to like me. Now you're going to hate me. Because I get, I get much, a much better response with the dick in the mouth with the feminism. Okay, I'll do both. Thank you, guys. Yay! Mansplain me. Mansplain all of it. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here for Joke Workshop. We're going to shut it down. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, hey, listen to Wednesday shows. I do that from all day on Wednesday. And then Friday is happy hour. And then it's the Sacramento versus SF comedians. And this Saturday, we have 21 plus dude comedians, speed data photographer. I need more dude comedians for that. So please, please, please come on by. Uh, it's Muni Radio. Bye bye. <laughs>
It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> this is Tuchel Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. johnstrausslaw.com The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Sunday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! Hosted by Terry Dorsey, featuring some of the best comedians all over California. From San Francisco, Pam Benjamin. From Saratoga, Joey Avery. And all the way out of San Diego, Mike DeVore. Other comedians as well for only $16 at Cobb's Comedy Club, 915 Columbus Avenue. Go get your tickets for June 11th now. Tell me 
what you think about your situation, complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke 
workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Top three cooking tips. One, if you're cutting an onion, remember to cry. Two, put mustard on your marshmallows after they've finished boiling in vinegar at a low temperature. Three, knives are not spoons. Well, the circus is in town. It's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze squad to elephant, see? But come on the train with the circus promise. It's intense. Hey there, fire chief. What you doing here with that old jalopy? Looking laid back with that jazz cigarette. I'd send you a telegram if I didn't have to stop, drop, and roll me one of those now, would you, dear? Oh, yeah. I like your style, kid. Why don't we let the butter on the toast melt? If you know what I mean, and I know that you do. 